Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Lios Enchim Anyavu. Greetings, everyone. May the Creator bless you all. And welcome to my podcast, The Good Do E Medicine Podcast. I'll be your host, Pete Rodriguez. All my native people stand All right, guys, welcome to our very first podcast where we talk about health and wellness. I'm really excited to finally get this podcast going, get our first podcast under our belt, so to speak. Thanks for all the positive feedback from everyone, friends and family and colleagues and everyone on social media, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. You can find me as the Yaki Vegan on social media. Just do a search on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook, you can find me under our main page is Yaki Community News. You can find us there. That's our main Facebook page. So anyways, it's spring here in Tucson where I'm located, and we're going to get right into our first topic, which I call planting our traditions. So what is planting our traditions? To me, it means growing our own traditional foods from our culture with seeds that are relevant to our tribes. It also means a way to decolonize your diet. I know decolonizing your diet, it's sort of a buzzword right now um, all over social media with different, um, I see posts on cooking, cookbooks. There's a cookbook called uh, Decolonize Your Diet. Chefs are taking to... uh, decolonizing your diet with different uh, recipes. Even restaurants are opening up sort of that theme, decolonizing your diet. So that's sort of a buzzword right now. It's also a way or a path to uh, better health and wellness when people decolonize their diets. But um, that's like a whole new podcast in itself. Maybe we'll make that also one of a upcoming episode. Maybe we'll have a guest um, do an interview with that topic, decolonizing your diet. Also, planting your own traditions, also a way to practice food sovereignty. Food sovereignty means growing your own culturally appropriate food, all the way from planting, the harvesting techniques. For example, we here at the Yaki tribe and other tribes practice food sovereignty when we harvest our own traditional foods especially from the desert, like different types of cacti, nopales, choya buds are very popular here in the southwest, edible flowers, wild greens, quelites, like verdolagas or buarum in our language, wild mustards and other types of greens or quelites are harvested. That's a type of example when we practice food sovereignty, we collect these wild greens, edible, traditional foods. We collect these traditional fruits from the desert. I have a YouTube channel also as well. I forgot to mention, you can uh, also search the Yaki Vegan on YouTube. And I have a demo on how to identify specifically Buarum. 
uh, the quelite or called verdolagas in Spanish. And I also have a little cooking demo on how to make some vegan tacos using the wild quelites or barum. So you can check that out on YouTube. Just search the Yaki Vegan. I'll should pop up there. Lastly, I believe when you grow your own traditional foods, it's also a way to connect with your culture and your ancestors in a way only that can be done by planting a seed, watering it, taking care of it, and harvesting the fruit, as well as saving those seeds for future generations. There's a lot of different topics here, and it's all very powerful and good to e-medicine. So there is an organization here in Tucson that we use to obtain our seeds that we use here on the Yaki Reservation. And I'll show you how to get some of those seeds that are culturally relevant to your tribe. And I'll show you how to get them for free. Yes, I said free. So make sure you stay tuned to the end of the podcast and I'll show you how to get those seeds for free. We here at the Yaki Tribe have been growing our own food here with seeds native to the Yaki or the Yoeme tribe for over 10 years. Our ancestors grew their own food and crops and sustained themselves and were healthy because they ate the traditional foods. There was no fast foods, no pizza, no soda, no candy. So hopefully in this podcast, we can show you how to get those seeds and you can start growing some of those foods like we do here at the Yaki tribe. And also we can promote a little bit of healthy eating, uh, show you how to grow your own foods and increase the pride and connection to your tribal foods and your culture for your tribes as well. Okay, growing your own traditional food and plants. To me, it's very important in our communities to increase the connection and pride of our tribal cultures, especially with our young children, younger generations. They need to learn how to connect with their you know, with their tribes, with their culture, with their language. And I think, and it's a perfect example on how to connect with your culture and your tribe. And that's also a way to connect with Mother Earth is to grow your own native traditional food as well. So planting a seed and taking care of it and harvesting the fruit is a very beautiful experience, especially if you know that those very seeds were at one point grown by our ancestors. They were saved by our ancestors and also traded those seeds with other tribes. I remember hearing a speech once. I think it was a presentation we had here at the tribe, that the Yaki tribe, we had trade routes all the way from Sonora, all the way up through what is now Arizona, New Mexico, and parts of California. There's one main trade route that existed, and it went all the way up north towards what is now New Mexico, So it's pretty exciting to know that those seeds were traded with the Hopi, which is one of our closest tribal relatives, the Diné, Gila, other tribes in the Southwest. These seeds were traded with them. I also wanted to talk a little bit about the types of foods we have grown and are currently growing here at the tribe. I recently posted a pic on, I believe it was Instagram, on some of the seed packets we received And some of the foods we'll be growing this year here at the tribe. Those seeds included the Tohono O'odham yellow meated watermelon, which is by far the sweetest watermelon I've ever tasted. And I highly recommend trying to get some of those seeds and growing them yourselves. 
we grew some of those seeds one year. It was a few years back, around 2013, we grew some yellow meated watermelon out at Tortuga Ranch. Tortuga Ranch is a ranch owned by the Yaqui tribe here in Tucson, located towards um, Avra Valley. And we grew a, a lot of these yellow meated watermelons. I remember we brought some over to the reservation and we gave them all away. And they were delicious. Everyone loved them. So hopefully we can start growing them on a smaller scale here on the reservation this year, this spring. Hopefully we can harvest them during the summer. Maybe we'll talk about them on a future podcast. So we'll see how those come out. And the next thing we grow here on the reservation are gourds. We've been growing gourds for years here at the uh, garden here on the reservation. It's located right there at the Elder, Elder Center here on the reservation. This year, we were very fortunate to receive some gourd seeds called the Uemet Deer Dancer. I helped Dad plant these seeds already, and we're really excited to see the results. The gourds that are grown here on the reservation are mostly used um, after they're harvested, they're dried, and mostly used and crafted into uh, gourd rattles. You may have seen the our Deer Dancer, the iconic Deer Dancer here for the tribe using the gourd rattles that you see in pictures and paintings. The larger gourds are crafted into also water drums used by uh, musicians here during our ceremonies, which are actually taking place right now as I'm recording this podcast. Different ways we use the, those gourds in our ceremonies here with the Yaki tribe, but I won't go into that too much out of respect to the Lenten season we are currently in right now. Also, many Yaki artisans use the gourds grown here on the reservation to create beautiful works of art and crafts as well. Native people, including the Yaqui tribe, have been using gourds for different types of things like storage, carrying, using them as water jugs, spoons, and bowls. We had a demonstration one year at the garden where we had one of our Yaqui artisans, um, come out and do a demonstration of some of the some of the gourds he crafted into beautiful works of art. He carves into them and paints them. He also brought some bowls and some spoons and different things out of the actual gourds that we have grown here at the garden. That was really exciting, really, really nice demonstration. If anyone would like a tour of the garden, we have about maybe one tour a year here on the reservation of the garden. So if anyone, if you like a tour, just send me a message on one of the social media accounts and I'll uh, get back with you. I'm really excited to do these tours of the garden and uh, what we're growing and different types of techniques. So so next thing I want to talk about is what else is being grown in the garden right now. We grow the regular tomatoes, we grow different peppers, but we also grow everything that's culturally relevant to the Yaqui tribe. So now we have some Yoeme Chiltepines, Mayo Chiltepines growing right now. We planted some Yoeme Tepary beans. We planted some Yoeme corn. We also have some Yoeme squash growing in the garden right now. We have beans. We have different types of Yoeme beans growing in the garden right now. I also believe we planted some amaranth, some quelites. There's a red quelite. There's also herbs that we plant that are relevant to our tribe. 
Also, I wanted to touch a little bit about not too much on the different techniques of gardening, watering, and soil. There's a lot of different techniques we use. We do in-ground here in our garden here, and we also have a couple of raised beds, and we use an irrigation-type drip system to water all the plants here in our gardens here. I won't go into too much on different techniques, but if you want to start your own garden, Please shop local or native-owned businesses better if you have them in your area. But definitely check with your local nursery, especially start with good, good soil. Use compost, something that's organic, very rich soil. You'll want to start with that. So check with so so again, check with your local nursery if you want to start your own garden. So I encourage everyone to start their own garden and start growing your own traditional food and make that connection to your ancestors and eating clean, good food for better health and your wellness. All right, lastly, you're probably wondering, okay, Pete, Mr. Yaki Vegan, where can we get these seeds and where can we get them for free? Well, my friends and relatives, there's a wonderful organization here in Tucson called Native Seed Search. Native Seed Search. We've been using them for many, many, many years, even before we had the new garden. The old garden was moved from its location to make room for housing for the elderly so we had a new garden we got a grant for a new garden so we made a new garden about 12 years ago but even before that we've been using native seed search to provide seed and they're a wonderful organization that provide a limited number of seed packets for free or at a reduced cost to native american individuals living in the greater southwest region Native Sea Search, that's where you go get these seeds for free. They're going to give you 10 free seed packets per individual. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Unless you're near or live in Tucson, you can go ahead and go to their store located here in Tucson and just pick up your seed packets there for free. Like I said, they give you 10 free seed packets per year. For native people, native individuals. Or you can order them online. The easiest way is just to order them. You can download their uh, order form. That's what we do every year. We get an order form and we download it. We select our, our seeds that are, like I said, culturally relevant to your tribe. And we order them. And all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. They also encourage all the recipients to save and share the seeds. So each individual gets 10 free seed packets per year and additional seed packets may be purchased also at half price. So what we do here with the tribe, and we've been doing it for many years, is we go through a community seed grant program with Native Seed Search. This program, what this program does is it it provides seeds for larger community type gardens, or projects. So that's what we use. We apply for the community seed grant 
program through native seed search. This is the seed grant program that we've been using on the reservation for years to obtain our seeds for the various gardens here on the reservation. That's what we used this year and we got up to 30 seed packets. That's a lot of seeds. Actually 10 seed packets per individual is a lot of seeds. So other ways, a couple of other ways, you can also, if you own a farm or a really large, uh, need more quantities of seeds like a farm, they also have a bulk seed exchange program. But you can go on their website and read more about all of that for, for now. If you're an individual, you can get 10 free seed packets for free. Or if you're starting a larger community garden or larger projects, you can go through their community seed grant program as we do here in Tucson for the Yaqui tribe. So I hope this information was valuable, helpful. Now you know where to get your seeds at Native Seed Search. Make sure you look through their catalog. Everything's online. You can look for seeds that are culturally relevant to your tribe. We've grown everything from the Navajo, the Tene, the Tohono. They have Hopi. They have various types of corns. If you look at all the different types of seeds they have in their catalog, it's amazing, beautiful plants they have in their catalog. So you definitely want to look through their catalog and, and make sure you look carefully and select the seeds for your, you know, for your tribe and try the other seeds from different tribes. That's what we do. Always growing something different and neighbor tribes from other tribes around the Southwest. So so I encourage you to check out their website, Native Seed Search. Just do a search on Google, look through their catalog, check out their seeds, and good luck. So connect with your culture, grow your own food, decolonize your diet, practice food sovereignty. All of these topics are very powerful and it all grows. It all happens from growing, planting your own seeds and growing your own food. Lastly, thank you to all the listeners, Chokutesia. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this information valuable and informative. And I hope it encourages you to grow your own food and start maybe a little small garden. And also, stay tuned to future podcasts and make sure to subscribe. In future podcasts, we'll definitely have some interviews. And I'm super excited to get those going as well. We have some guests lined up already. I'm searching for more. If you have any topic ideas you would like to talk about, for us to talk about, please let us know. Let us know in the comments on social media, and we'll definitely talk about those topics. Definitely we're going to talk about health and wellness, of course, language, health fairs, and other topics. Please let us know what you would like to hear on this podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Chokutesia. Make it a great day. Oh.